Are you struggling to not get everything done on a list that just seems to go forever and ever and ever? And at the end of the day, you know, like me, I've been on my feet all day running in circles, it feels like, and yet nothing's getting done. I would suggest that there could be, could be room for room for improvement in your time management skills, in your time efficiency. Not that they're not great already. They probably are, or else you wouldn't be listening to a podcast on time management. But chances are, as you're listening to this podcast, you're also washing the dishes, doing the laundry, picking up kids, feeding the dog, etc., etc. That's my first point. Multitasking, doing multiple things at one time, is sometimes the best strategy, but oftentimes it's not. Because when we don't give our full attention and time and energy to one particular task, we could leave the quality less than perfect. And so instead of doing 100% of one task, you end up doing about 40% of three different tasks. And if you do the math, it doesn't add up to perfection. And that's the second point, perfectionism. We tend to fall into this category where I'll do it when things are perfect. I'll do it when things are lined up. I'll do it when... I have all the, when all the stars are lined up and everything is perfect, perfectionism will be the killer of productivity. And that is something that we all face in trying to become more efficient and more, more efficient, I suppose, and get more done. At least feel like at the end of the day, you have got something accomplished. So another tip I want to throw in there is never have more than one page on the go of your to-do to-do lists. A lot of people and friends I see have multiple lists. I mean multiple. I mean literally they have 12 to 20 lists going on at any given time. I'm also guilty of rewriting my lists over and over and over. And the reason I do that is because I don't like making a mistake. So if I'm at point number 21 on my one page, to-do list and I make a mistake, I use pen. So I don't like crossing it out. I, yes, I allow my perfectionist to get in the way. I don't like the liquid out stuff and whatever. So I just start it again. And that is an incredible waste of time. So I need to learn to get over that. That's okay if I have a few mistakes. We are all perfectly imperfect. And the fact that I'm writing a list over 10 times or maybe three times, let's just say, that's three times the amount of time I really need to all in striving for perfectionism, which doesn't exist. It's like going for that unicorn that doesn't exist or whatever that fictitious animal is, unicorn, whatever. You know what I mean? It's going for something that doesn't exist. No, no wonder we're frustrated. No wonder at the end of the day, we're like, oh my gosh, I couldn't get anything done. But yes, we have got things done. Another thing I want to talk about one of my friends, she would call me, (laughs) leave a voicemail, because I manage my communications so that I don't get interrupted. That's another thing. If you're getting interrupted, manage your communications, turn off your cell phone, stop answering your phone when you can't answer your phone and get distracted. Stop distracting, allowing distractions to come into your world. It's nice people want you. It's nice people want to call you and talk to you, but not if you're in your peak state. So your peak state is my girlfriend getting back to the story about my girlfriend would call me, leave a message at 10 o'clock in the morning on, on a Saturday. And we, her and I had an agreement. We both worked long, long, long um, hours, long weeks. And we knew that we had a running 
date to see each other every Saturday night at seven or whatever it was. So we also knew that during the week, we're not going to interrupt each other. We're efficiency experts at the time. And so we had this kind of code. So she would leave me a message knowing that I got to sleep in Saturday mornings was my only day to sleep in. And that was my courtesy, my self love to myself. I could sleep in and sometimes I never slept past eight o'clock, but I just needed that rewind, quiet, reset time. And so I'd never answer my phone Saturday mornings before noon, which gave her like all the opportunity in the world to leave me countless voicemails. And so she went on and I used to always get such a chuckle out of her voicemails when I would decide to listen to them. And they, they would go something like this. Okay, it's LA here. And I'm just letting you know that I've crossed off 21 things on my list of things to do. I started at six in the morning. And I've just crossed off picked up my dry cleaning and I would laugh because that is somebody that was recognized when she was in her peak state which was six o'clock in the morning Saturday mornings she had a very busy home life in addition to work and she knew that that was the only time Saturday mornings when the kids could watch cartoons for a certain amount of time and it was socially acceptable to do that back then as it is I'm sure now still but with a crazy house full of kids she would put the uh, thing on, the TV on, and they'd be, you know, she would say, I'll be back at noon. And she knew from 6 a.m. till 12 o'clock, well, that's 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, that's six hours. So in six hours, the amount of things that she did running around in her car around the whole entire city, this metropolis city is just magnificent, the amount of stuff that she got done. She multitasks, she went from A to B. She planned stop to stop. She called ahead. She planned and organized so that she could just literally roll up and the dry cleaner would, she'd pull down her window and he would hand her the dry cleaning because she prepaid for it. She was super organized because she knew that within this six hours, she had 21 things to do that would take. And it was, it was itemized by the clock. And so sometimes knowing when you're weak, when you're sorry, when your window is of peak performance and plan for it. And so she created this habit that every Saturday morning she would get done what took me, and this is why it was funny, <laughs> sort of, is that I would go, oh my gosh, everything she's talking about, all of these things that she's done in a six hour window is going to take me seven to 10 days to get done in my life. And I just... It made me l l cry and laugh at the same time because I was not anywhere near as organized as her. I didn't have the resources. I didn't have the motivation. I didn't have the burning desire. And for her, her burning desire was to get home to her kids. And so for me, I had the latitude of, of not having a deadline. So I had a lot more time. But that's one way that you can take use of your time make better use of your time is knowing when your peak states are when your body your mind your brain everything is optimal is performing at optimal uh, performance and we do that with machinery we we know when our computer is working the fastest when the wi-fi is not so fast and we know all these things about machinery yet we don't know it about ourselves and if we understood that you know between 11 a.m and 1 p.m every day is your peak state meaning you're fully awake you're you're fed you've you've eaten you've had your coffee whatever it is you need to get get going into that full state knowing that you have that three hour window a day to get certain things done 
will allow you to become far more selective with creating boundaries and telling people like the chatty Kathy. I'm sorry, I don't mean to say that the chatty person, let's say that wants to talk to you and, you know, talk about how the Blue Jays are doing and how the weather is. You wouldn't take a phone call like that when you're in peak state, right? You would save that chat for a Sunday. So boundaries are something that will really help you understand or, or sorry, will result in you getting far better bang for your buck in terms of knowing when your peak state is, when you're sort of down and, you know, low energy, you're still awake and you're still fully alert and, and you want to engage in a conversation on a Sunday with your aunt or a family member, then do that when that time is. And that way your mind's not racing around going, oh, I need to do this 21 things. Reduce your to-do list to one list, please, one page. If you do nothing else but just that, that will help you immensely. The perfectionism, making everything right, I'm sorry to say that's a lifelong gift that you have. If you have that trait, it's a good time to look at it and say, I need to put that in check. And so, yes, I do go through my checklist and I cross things out and I make mistakes and I just go get on with it. Delegating is the last thing I have to say is the one of my keys of success of learning both in personal and business life, delegating and letting go of things that you know you can do and you probably could do them better and yada yada, all these things in your mind that go through, avoiding from you delegating it to others and asking for help. Those are the two best things I can say as an entrepreneur, asking for help, letting go and learning and mastering the art of delegating. I hope this helps you in some way make more time and be more productive and just feel better. This is Tracy with Anchor.fm.